You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout-out, as usual, if you're listening on iHeartRadio, if you're listening on TuneIn Radio, if you are listening live or on demand on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app because it is the only 24-7 and free outlet for you to get all your fantasy needs covered and win your leagues and win that cash. I also big shout out to everybody watching live on the Fantasy Sports Network live YouTube stream. We bring you right in here to Studio 34. You can almost say what's up to my man Ted Finn Jr. I got my man the Manimal Chris Bavona with me on the ones and twos. He's giving it so hot that we sweat steam. We got a big show for you on a Tuesday. It's very interesting because we're going to be talking about waiver wire ads for week 14. The interesting part though is half the people that were listening last week are not in the playoffs maybe and so your competition may be less for the waiver wire Wednesday but I will still give you people at every position the most heavily added guys who I like and who I think are fugazi who you need to forget about I'll give you a little bit of a hint I got a guy that I'm going to give you that literally is 1% owned. And I think he could be very valuable and important for you, especially if you know, you're struggling with a Patriots tight end that might be suspended for your playoff week. I'm going to talk about what happened on Monday Night Football last night. There is a lot to discuss. Okay, I know we talk fantasy and we talk about the stats, but we got to take a step back a little bit. And also talk about what we saw on Monday Night Football and how ABC, ESPN, the NFL both try to like look down on the physicality and the quite some of the dirty plays and some of the violence. But at the same time, they're glorifying it. We'll get into that a little bit later on. And if it is Tuesday, we are going to get some more nominees for hashtag Game of Inches. This is an addition... For the playoffs, there are some people that won and lost their playoff spots in their leagues because of some very close plays. And there were some, you know, candidates from last night's game as well. We will also later on in the show open up the phone lines and take your calls. As you know, the number is 844-843-6879. Later on in the show, we will answer your calls. The stats over beat Cypher is strong. And I know y'all are going to the playoffs. So you still need a little bit of insight from your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. We'll also take some questions from the YouTube live stream. So if you like what you're seeing over there, hit that like button right there. You can put a question or a comment in the feed. And my guy Chris, the analyst venture, will synthesize those and get the best of the best a little bit later on in the show. And uh, I got a poll question up, as I usually do on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds, if you want to follow. Which waiver wire ad do you like the most? Is it Peyton Barber in Tampa? In there for Pop Quiz and Doug Martin. Is it Mike Davis in Seattle? Maybe he is the back to finally own in Seattle for the Seahawks. Is it Marquise Goodwin, who maybe had a little bit of a bond with Jimmy G or somebody else? Let me know. When we come back, we go around the league. We do Game of Inches, and we talk about Monday Night Football. Come on back. It's the Fantasy Freestyle.
Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. Let the boys be boys. Slam. You know what it is. This is a little onyx. Taking it back for you. I used to love the Sticky Fingers verse in this song. I used to sing it at bar mitzvahs back in the day. It is Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician, holding you down on the Fantasy Freestyle and the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Listen, we got some news and notes we got to get to, and then I want to talk a little bit about what we saw on Monday Night Football. And then we got some Game of Inches playoff edition. And you know, Bavona is the one over there, the manimal down in the fantasy pit of misery. He is going to be making our final decision. There it is. On our week 13 Game of Inches. All right. So uh, Ryan Shazier. The linebacker for the Pittsburgh Steelers has been diagnosed with a spinal contusion. They are saying, though, that uh, he will not need surgery and that he continues to improve. He will, however, stay in a Cincinnati area hospital for a second night tonight. I got to tell you, this is good news. That was very scary when you saw it. When you saw it, it was obvious that he was trying to get feeling and see movement in his lower extremities, and it did not happen. You saw the reaction of some of his teammates. You saw as they asked. Even, you know, after halftime, there was really no update. They were being very tight-lipped about it. I was very worried that the news we were going to hear was that, unfortunately, Ryan Shazier still did not have that movement. But he does have some movement in his legs right now. That is incredible news. And a spinal contusion is something a lot better than the alternative. They are actually saying, you know, a guy like Tommy Maddox had this exact injury in the past and only missed actually one game. So the outlook is actually a lot brighter than you would have thought about 22 hours ago as it related to Ryan Shazier. It was, however, a very scary injury. That was not the only scary hit or scary injury that we saw. Joe Mixon is in the concussion protocol. Vontez Perfect went down as well. And let me tell you something. It came out today. Juju Smith-Schuster got a one-game suspension because of that hit. I'm going to tell you something. I think, honestly, if Juju did not, like, stand over him and taunt him and flex over Vontez Burfecht's pretty much prone body when he was almost knocked out, I would say, no, he shouldn't get a suspension. I would have said, no, he shouldn't have even got a penalty. I actually thought that that was a legitimately clean crackback block from Juju Smith-Schuster. It was kind of the perfect time, perfect angle, and he didn't see it coming. But then going overboard, kind of like staring over him and taunting him, that, I think, is what got a one-game suspension. The Bengals' safety, George Ioloka, also got a one-game suspension for his hit on Antonio Brown. He was trying to take AB out. Let me tell you how much I know that that was the case. He wasn't even focused on the play. The pass actually hit him in the shoulder. If he was aware of what was going on, he would have had a pick. He was going like a heat-seeking missile trying to take out Antonio Brown, Georgie Lacola. He also got a one-game suspension. Should have had an interception. Um, also, Gronk appealed his suspension. 
The appeal uh, was heard today, but the suspension is upheld. Gronk will, in fact, miss Week 14 Monday Night Football against, I do believe, the Miami Dolphins, they say. Um, a couple of injuries to talk about uh, practice reports in terms of Thursday night football. You know we always get the real practice reports tomorrow for all the games on Sunday. Interesting to note, though, as it relates to Thursday night football, the Saints and the Falcons, Marcus, Marshawn Lattimore returned to practice. Remember, he's been out with that ankle injury. He returned to practice on a limited basis. I think that's important because, you know, someone's got to try and cover Julio Jones. And then also Mark Ingram, though. Mark Ingram did not not practice today. That downgraded from limited work he did get in yesterday. So keep an eye on Mark Ingram. I think they could be just managing his reps. You know how teams do that um, from time to time, especially on the short week. But keep an eye out on what happens with Mark Ingram moving forward. If not, then oh my goodness, Alvin Kamara, even more usage, even more a bigger share of the pie there. I'll give you my preview for Thursday night football a little bit later on in the week before we get there on Thursday. But let's talk a little bit more about what we saw last night, Monday Night Football. I told you, I told you yesterday on this show, before the game started, I said this was a very physical matchup. I said that there was maybe a bounty out on some players. I said that last night, and by the way, they were headhunting with Antonio Brown. I don't think I was that far off. You saw and all the more reason to use the trick. I told you that I thought they were going to go after Le'Veon Bell. I said James Conner would have been a guy to own, but instead it turns out that Giovanni Bernard could have been a guy that you could have picked up yesterday and now is in prime position. Remember, Jeremy Hill is already on IR. Joe Mixon has likely a concussion. It is going to be a race against time for Joe Mixon on a short week. And if not, fire up Giovanni Bernard as a very interesting play against the Chicago Bears next week. A very interesting DFS play as well. And I thought it was very interesting about like this rivalry. They asked Big Ben. He was just like, yo, it's AFC North football. But he also, they also said when they play the Ravens, they expect a good, clean, hard-fought, physical, grind-out matchup. When they play the Bengals, though, they have concern for the health and safety because of dirty plays. And boy, did it come out like that again. But here's what I got to tell you. If they are frowning on this, then why did... Every single commercial break when they were coming back on Monday Night Football was like, remember the time when they injured Ben Roethlisberger? Remember the time when they injured Kenny Anderson in the early 80s? Remember the time they had to put in a new rule because Ryan Shazier led with the crown of his helmet and concussed and injured Giovanni Bernard? They were like disappointed in it, but glorifying it at the same time. That's like, remember when ESPN used to do that segment, like, oh, he got jacked up. They were glorifying it and looking down their nose at it at the same time. They got to decide which way they want to play it. Is this a battle of gladiators that they want to pump up and understand there's going to be some violence? Or is football a different game now? They were like, oh my God, this game is so hard hitting. Oh my God, this game is so rough. Me and Tony were talking about it last hour. It's football. That's the way it's supposed to be as long as it's clean, right? So which way is it? The NFL cannot have it both ways. I got to tell you something. The Steelers look like a stacked contender. When you have Martavis Bryant and Juju Smith-Schuster and Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell and you give Ben Roethlisberger a veteran quarterback who understands where you're trying to blitz from, where you're trying to scheme, if he can identify the matchup, if it's the good matchup with Martavis Bryant or Antonio Brown or killing it and going to Le'Veon Bell, there are some good options there. And look at the Steelers' schedule. 
for the rest of the season. They only have one more road game. Everyone talks about, oh, I love the Steelers at home. There's only one more road game. They are 10-2 and two right now. They have home games against Baltimore, against the Patriots, and against the Cleveland Browns. Their only road game is at the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans are currently 27th in the NFL against the pass and can be had. Um, we were talking last hour about you know maybe using Jimmy Garoppolo against the Houston Texans as a DFS quarterback this week. I think Ben can do a little bit of work. And he's got Cleveland, Houston, home against Baltimore, and then the New England Patriots. This 10-2 and team can very easily be 13-3 and with a bye and teams coming to Pittsburgh where we all know. And that week 15 matchup against the New England Patriots, oh boy. That could be for home field advantage in the AFC, and it's in Pittsburgh. Just remember, at the beginning of the season, I had Pittsburgh in the Super Bowl. We shall see. And the last thing I'll say about this is um, the week started with me picking against the home dog and getting it wrong. I said the week might end with me picking against the home dog and getting it wrong. The Pittsburgh Steelers did win that game, but it was a five-and-a-half-point spread. I said I liked Pittsburgh to win that game. I said 27-20. It was 23-20. That was right in the line. So what we're going to do, you're going to hold me accountable, guys. Next week when I'm talking about my home dogs on my um, Friday show, remind me that I really want to go with these home dogs. It is a trend that does, in fact, continue. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to open up the phone lines right now. We're going to open up the phone lines. If you have questions at 844-843-6879, we're going to get you ready and willing and able to continue to win in the playoffs. What we're going to do, though, also, I'm going to give you my waiver wire ads. We're going to talk quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. There are people being added frequently in a lot of leagues. i got to let you know my take on them before waiver wires run a little bit later on, and then we will get to your calls. And then later on in the show, Chris, you're also ready to decide a game of inches winner there are some people that lost their playoff spot because of inches there are some people that got into the playoffs because of inches and we are going to break them all down before we get it started though let me tell you real quick before we go to break um there's some quarterbacks out there Josh McCown is only 42% owned, okay? This guy has Denver, then New Orleans, then the Chargers, okay? Not the best matchups, but Josh McCown is quarterback seven right now. Case Keenum, only 65% owned. He needs to play well for them to hold on to the one seed in the NFC. Aaron Rodgers, okay? A lot of people, we were talking about this last week, but if he comes back in weeks 15 and 16, he's got Carolina, tough defense. Then he's got Minnesota, Tough defense. I don't know if I go on the Aaron Rodgers train. I do, however, like Jimmy Garoppolo this week. Some people are asking me questions about quarterbacks. I love Josh McCown in weeks 15 and 16. This week, though, I like Jimmy Garoppolo. He is 16% owned. You can get him this week for a matchup against the Houston Texans. And if you're in the playoffs, it's all about this week. I like Jimmy Garoppolo this week as a waiver wire quarterback ad. I'll tell you who I like at some other positions, and we'll start to answer your calls when we come back. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
You think you've got the playoffs in the bag? You think you're the man? Make sure you listen to Fantasy Football Gold every Saturday night, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. And if you can't make it because you got a life on Saturday night, you go to iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Subscribe to Fantasy Gold. Matt Modica, Tony Sincana give you two hours of everything you need to know when you put in your lineup Sunday morning. And if you don't win a title and listen to us, I can't help you. Fantasy Gold, Saturdays, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. If you're listening live on iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, or if you're watching live on YouTube, I am happy to have you as part of the Stats Over Beat Cypher, which man speeds the spitting statistician. I told you before we went to break that some of the quarterbacks I liked, I like Josh McCown. He is quarterback seven number now, right now. Can you believe that? He is ahead of like Drew Brees right now. Josh McCown is ahead of Drew Brees right now. Okay, I understand they have Denver this week, but after that, New Orleans and the Chargers. Listen, I think if you need a quarterback, Josh McCown is definitely viable. Let me tell you a little bit about these running backs, though. Here are some of the most heavily added running backs. I'm going to give you uh, five or six of them and my thoughts on them. The first one is, because of what happened on Monday Night Football, I think you need to consider Giovanni Bernard. Giovanni Bernard is only 13% owned. Joe Mixon is in a race against the clock to be cleared of the concussion protocol. Usually, they miss the next week. And remember, he's got a short week because of Monday Night Football. Jeremy Hill already on IR. I think this means this backfield is going to be all Giovanni Bernard. Giovanni Bernard, a pretty interesting cheap DFS play. He's only earned in 13% of leagues. I say go out and get Giovanni Bernard. He is my number one ad out of like the, you know, low-owned guys left so far uh, at the running back position. I also like Mike Davis. I like Mike Davis. I said it last week. I said last week I thought Mike Davis was the best option for the uh, Seattle Seahawks. But here's the thing. They're playing Jacksonville this week, and Jacksonville has started to stymie even running back. So it may not be the best idea this week, but I do think Mike Davis is the best option in, in Seattle, and he is only 8% owned. I still think he might be worth a flex play next week, even against the Jacksonville Jags. You can go out and get Mike Davis. The next guy is Peyton Barber. Here's the idea on Peyton Barber though. I told you on Sunday's lineup lock live that everything I said about the pop quiz, Jock quiz Rogers, you could insert Peyton Barber when I in- broke the news of him being the starting running back on Sunday fantasy uh, lineup lock live. But here's the thing. I don't like him anymore. It gets crowded, right? Doug Martin might be back. If Doug Martin is back and it's him and Jacquez Rogers and Charles Sims and Peyton Barber, then I don't like it. But if there's still no Doug Martin, I think they might give Peyton Barber a chance. He had 23 carries. He had four targets. That's the workload you kind of like. That might continue, but only if Doug Martin is still out. Remember, he has been concussed, but he's been out for a week or two already. He might come back, and that would temper my expectations on that. A couple of other guys that are pretty still heavily owned right now they're at 60 65 percent owned but if is worth a check 
to see if you can grab Kenyon Drake. He killed it against that Denver defense. He went 23 carries, 120 yards, and a touchdown. He is available in 30-35% of leagues as he's available in your league. Go out and get Kenyon Drake as the last man standing for Miami. It looks like Damian Williams will continue to miss action, even though he's got an extra date away because they got Monday Night Football against the New England Patriots. Rex Burkhead is only owned in 68% of leagues. A third of leagues. You can go out right now and get Rex Burkhead. Rex Burkhead had 103 scrimmage yards and two touchdowns last week. I think Rex Burkhead, they've sort of streamlined their committee in New England. And it is, uh, you know, Deion Lewis in early downs. And it's Rex Burkhead out of the pass. And also, listen, if there's no Rob Gronkowski, it's going to be even more Rex Burkhead. I, go find out if Rex Burkhead is available in your league. And if he is, and especially if it's a PPR league, go out and get Rex Burkhead. I like him as an RB2 easily this week with no Rob Gronkowski. Also, Theo Riddick is only owned in 40% of leagues. And if there's no Amir Abdullah, I think he's viable. At wide receiver, the guy I like, my number one ad, is Marquise Goodwin. He's only owned in 32% of leagues. It, look, remember, I told you, I got it wrong last week. I thought he was only a deep guy, that he wouldn't have chemistry with Jimmy Garoppolo. He put it in my eye. Jimmy Garoppolo, he went 8 for 99 with Jimmy G last week, but there was some intermediate routes, some short routes. I think he is definitely viable. Remember, we talked about um, they're facing the Houston Texans. I like attacking that matchup. If you don't have Marquise Goodwin available, what about it? Listen, Jermaine Curse is 46% owned. Over half of leagues, you can get Jermaine Curse. This is a guy who has had 10-plus targets in his last two weeks in a row, and I just told you Josh McCown is quarterback 7. I understand they're playing the Denver Broncos, and that's never really a pass defense you want to attack. But Jermaine Curse has been doing it the last couple of weeks. There's D.D. Westbrook out there. I'm starting to become a believer in D.D. Westbrook. He had another six catches, another 78 yards last week for the Jacksonville Jaguars, even though that could have been a little bit because of the matchup. They were playing those Indianapolis Colts where everybody does work in the passing game. But it was a 30-10 to 10 game, and they still found ways to keep getting the ball to D.D. Westbrook. Also... I got to tell you, Josh Gordon, I guess. Josh Gordon is owned in 72% of leagues. He is unowned in a quarter of leagues. Is he still available? I guess go out and get them. He was heavily targeted by Deshaun Kaiser, but here's the thing. I don't trust Kaiser because Kaiser will tuck it and run very quick, but the matchups are interesting. He's got Green Bay this week, so if you're in the playoffs, he is going to get some targets. Josh Gordon becomes viable. And then at tight end, let me tell you something, guys. At tight end... There's two guys I'll tell you. First of all, if Hunter Henry is unowned, go get him. He's got a great matchup. He's unowned in 20% of leagues. I usually don't think about them, people that are 80% owned. But go check, and if Hunter Henry is unowned, you need to do that as they take on the Washington football team. I think Josh Gordon may do a little work on Keenan Allen. Hunter Henry has become the second target here. But here's two other tight ends. Cameron Brait. Cameron Brait for Tampa is owned in 55% of leagues, basically half. Cameron Brait got in the end zone twice. Why? Because Jameis Winston is back at quarterback. As soon as Ryan Fitzpatrick was at quarterback, it was all O.J. Howard and no Cameron Brait. I think it is time to make America Brait again. I think he is viable. He is unowned in around half of leagues. And uh, he gets in the end zone with Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston looks his way in the red zone for sure. Here's the other guy I was going to tell you. He is 1% owned. Wouldn't you like that? 
You can go out and get this guy right now. I'm talking about Steven Anderson. He is the tight end for the Houston Texans. This is my deep kind of diamond in the rough. This is a guy that was not owned by anybody. He went five catches for 79 yards and a touchdown last week. It looks like he's one of these move tight ends that is really not in line, is out there kind of like an Evan Ingram type, okay, like a Ricky Seals-Jones kind of type that's out there. He can do this, and also C.J. Fedorowicz sent to IR this week. You know, Will Fuller is still banged up. Bruce Ellington sent to IR. Yes, I know there is DeAndre Hopkins there, and yes, I know, you know, whatever the matchup, blah, 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 but Someone else has to catch balls, and this guy, Steven Anderson, looks like it could be him. So if you, for example, need to play this week and you don't have Zach Ertz because he's in the concussion protocol, or if you don't have Rob Gronkowski because he's suspended, I believe Cameron Brait and Steven Anderson or Hunter Henry are the places to go. I know we got some callers, and we're definitely going to get to them next segment, but what we got to also do is we got hashtag Game of Inches to talk about real quick. And, Chris, I know you're the decider, so let me throw these out. First of all, I was looking at games, and I was like, oh, that's going to be a Game of Inches when Doug Baldwin had a touchdown, but it got reversed, and then eventually went to uh, Tyler Lockett when Derrick Henry had that late, 75-yard touchdown run to ice that game. Maybe that impacted people. What about the Kansas City Chiefs? The Jets kicked the field goal, but then because of so many of all those penalties, then they got over the 35-point horizon. Maybe that difference of pulling the field goal off the board and then scoring a touchdown, that impacted your Kansas City defense. What about last night? Maybe some people were relying on Joe Mixon, mix on, mix off, and then he left the game early with the concussion. Hey, uh, Bavona, let me let me tell you these nominees. Tell me what uh, you think about this one. Sergio Rodriguez, comatose, 23. He lost by one point, missed the playoffs by one point. He had Tyrod Taylor, who left early because of injury. That's his hashtag, game of inches. What about Kerry Lewis at Harlem World 74? Lost one by less than a point. And their opponent had the Kansas City defense who all of a sudden gave up 35-plus points. They lost a little bit more because of those points allowed. This time, Kerry Lewis won by less than a point because of that. What about my man, Wes the Deal? He submits before. He hits me up on Twitter all the time. Big shout-out to my man, Wes the Deal. Hashtag stats over beat Cypher. He lost by .7. Had Joe Mixon get banged out early in the game with a concussion. What about Derek Brown? Won by .48. Because the opponent had Joe Mixon in my league. There were playoff points, playoff spots decided. In my big home league, the defending champion, a guy who beat me in the semifinals last year because of Robbie Anderson, um, had his playoff spot on the line, right? Was facing Joe Mixon. Actually won. uh, The guy who had Joe Mixon won by .28 because he... You know, took the lead on that last play when Joe Mixon got concussed. What is it for you, Chris Bavona? Is it a guy who lost by a point and had Tyrod Taylor? A guy who lost by less than a point because of Joe Mixon? Or what about that Kansas City defense that unraveled when the Jets took off a field goal off the board and wound up scoring a touchdown and the two-point conversion and the Chiefs defense gave up over that 35-point threshold? That decided it for some people. What do you think, Chris? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to stay away from any of these uh, game adventures for the Chiefs because if you haven't been listening to uh, Fantasy Sports Radio, if you haven't been watching the NFL, the Chiefs have been on this slow decline right, since so they why went 6-0. So why start the Kansas City Chiefs defense anyway? 
Is that what you're saying? So yeah, you have- exactly. Okay. So I'm not even going to say it's game of inches. You shouldn't be playing the Chiefs defense right now. You shouldn't be playing really anybody outside of Alex Smith, maybe Kareem Hunt, maybe Tyreek Hill. So for this one, well, though, Travis Kelsey. The- Travis Kelsey, excuse me, I almost forgot about it. Fair him. enough. If I'm going to pick anything, though, you just talked about Tyrod Taylor, how much you love him. Yes. I have to go with losing by one point and missing the playoffs because of an injury to a guy that I love, too, in Tyrod Taylor. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I've been Team Tyrod all season long, so big shout-out. It is Sergio Rodriguez. Sergio Rodriguez, his at is basically like comatose, 23, lost by less than a point. And had Tyrod Taylor as his quarterback, obviously you got to figure that if he played the full game, Sergio would have won that matchup and had playoffs to be talking about. You know who has playoffs to still talk about? All the people who are hollering at me at 844-843-6879. We get to the phones. My favorite part of the day, hashtag stats over beats. We see what the cypher has to say. When we come back after the break, we answer your questions. You know what it is. Dane Martinez, speeds the spitting statistician. You're listening live or watching live, it's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head it's the fantasy sports radio network app stop being a weirdo and streaming it online get it on your phone take it with you everywhere you go I'm gonna knock you out. Juju Smith Schuster's gonna knock you out. Vontez Perfect gonna knock you out alright enough about that here's what we're gonna do we're going to get to the phone lines right now because my guys, the stats over beat cipher are in full effect. And people over here, you know, they're, they're, they're still in the playoffs. So they're still asking questions. They need to know what it is to win their leagues and win that cash. Let's get to the phone lines right now. It is the favorite part of my day when I get to hear from the hashtag stats over beat cipher. And we started off with Evan in Philly. Hey, Evan, you're on this uh, fantasy freestyle. How can we help you? Was uh, lucky? Was week 13 lucky for you? Are you still live in the playoffs? What are we doing, Evan? Yeah, man, uh, I just got to thank you. I'm uh, first in both my leagues in points and record, and um, uh, it's my first year playing fantasy. Absolutely. That's what's up. We love to hear that. And so what? You're relying on the Fantasy Freestyle and the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and it took a rookie to first place? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's keep it going, Evan. How can we help you? Let's get a W in the playoffs. All right, so my question is about uh, Samaj P. Ryan. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, what do you expect for, from him, and would you drop him for uh, my waiver wire is pretty good. Uh, somebody like Marshawn Lynch, Jamal Williams, Matt Forte, or Derrick Henry. So those are decent options, okay? I like Marshawn Lynch going forward. I like Jamal Williams going forward. I like those guys. So, you know, I won't tell you that you can't pick those guys up if they are available. However, do not drop Samaj P. Ryan for this week. All right, Evan, do not drop some RJP Ryan for this week. They are playing the Los Angeles Chargers. The Los Angeles Chargers are fifth in the NFL against the pass. 
and they are 31st in the NFL against the run game. I think it sets up for Samaj P. Ryan to have a nice game against the Chargers this Sunday in Los Angeles at 4.05 Eastern time. I think it's actually like Josh Dotson will get covered. It'll be a little Jamison Crowder. I think the way Washington is going to try to win this game is by riding Samaj P. Ryan. So I got to tell you, I actually, listen, I like some of the other options you said, but I think this matchup sets up very nice for Samaj P. Ryan, Evan, and I'd be happy I had that in my playoff weeks. I would start Samaj P. Ryan. Thanks for the call. I hope that helps you keep on the uh, the great rookie season. Let's keep it moving here on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next is Gary. Gary is in California. Gary, what's going on? I hope week 13 was lucky for you. I hope you're in the playoffs, and I hope we keep it rolling and get you a W. What's going on? But man, dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Hey, so um, Alex Smith is on my waiver wire, and I'm trying to get him. If I'm able to get him, who should I play? Cousins, Rivers, or Alex Smith? I like Thanks, Alex. Man. I like Alex Smith this week. You just, you may have heard me with the last caller. I was just talking about the Washington football team and against these Los Angeles Chargers. I think the Chargers are very good against the pass, not as good against the run. So that's part of me having a little bit of caution on Kirk Cousins. I like um, Alex Smith this week. You know they play um, Oakland. And remember, the last time they played, it was a Thursday night football game that was 31-30. It was a back-and-forth game. Tyreek Hill had a big-time bomb touchdown. I think, listen, what the Kansas City Chiefs did this week was realize that they need downfield aggressive Alex Smith. He also has that rushing potential, right? Um, I, and, and Kareem Hunt, as we've seen, has kind of hit a wall. And the Oakland secondary can be had. All that, to me, adds up to Alex Smith being once again viable. It was the defense that let the Chiefs down last week against the Jets, not the offense. Remember, they changed play calling duties. Andy Reid's not calling the plays anymore. I think they are going to return to a little bit more of an aggressive downfield Alex Smith, and I think that means good things for fantasy owners, Gary. So yeah, I'd go and get him, and I like Alex Smith over Kirk Cousins this week. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle, another friend of the show, so we say dilly dilly and welcome in Dan from New Jersey. Hey, was was week 13 lucky for you. Are you still in the playoffs? You must be. If you still got questions, Dan, how can we help you get a playoff W? Dilly dilly. Dilly um, dilly. No, I, uh, well, actually, I'm trying to fight for one. Ours doesn't start until 15 and 16. Oh, okay. So, so let's get into yeah, the playoffs. Yeah. Let's get a much-needed W then. Let's go. What's up? All right. So before my main question, um, I got a quick quick thing to ask you. Where So I got my standard team. Um, and the question is, of these five, which two or three would you use your number six priority on? Um, we got McCown, Big Ben, Wallace, Curse, or the New York, uh, New England defense? Um, well, to be honest, it depends on the rest of your, lo- your, your lineup. You know, like if you're happy at quarterback, okay. then you don't need McCown or Ben, right? I think McCown and Ben are both completely viable moving forward. But if you're happy at quarterback then you don't need it, right? Same thing as it relates to Wallace or Curse. I like Curse over Wallace. I'll tell you the truth. I actually don't like Mike Wallace. Um, and I think um, I think Jermaine Curse is definitely viable. He's been good the last couple of weeks. But the question remains, what do you have at wide receiver? I don't know that I would you know, start one of 
these guys over a wide receiver of a playoff contender. You know what I mean? So it's really all about the context and your specific situation, Dan. And um, what I will say is I do love Big Ben moving forward. I love Big Ben moving forward. So you may want to get him regardless, okay? Because I do like Big Ben. Those wide receivers you mentioned don't really rate that much for me. New England is definitely improving as a defense, and I like their matchup uh, with Miami this week, but then the following week they have Pittsburgh, and I wouldn't be playing a defense against the Steelers right now. What else you got for me, Dan? Well, actually, just going off of that, I was actually going to tell you my team so to give you a little better feeling. Right, um, so you can, we can kind of figure out who. So I got Matty Ice. Yep. We got Keenum. We got um, my four wide receivers, which is Jordy, Kate. Funches and Sanu. Wait, wait, wait. Let's go um, position by position, okay? That'll be better. Sure, sure. At wide yeah, yeah, receiver, okay. you got Jordy, Funches, Tate, who? and Sanu. Um, I would not. I would start Funches, Tate, and Sanu over these guys. Okay, okay. so and, and and I like Sanu this week because Marshawn Lattimore has been killing it, but he's going to be on Julio Jones. I think Matty Ice has to look to Mohamed Sanu, and if you want to know the truth, a Matty Ice Mohamed Sanu stack wouldn't be the worst thing. Uh, so there's how I feel about the wide receivers. You don't put Jordy. To be quite honest, you could drop Jordy if you want. Um, let's talk quarterbacks now. You said you have Matty Ice and Case Keenum, right? Um, yep. I would get Ben on my roster. Um. I would get Ben on my roster, but I'm not sure if I, I – I certainly wouldn't dra- drop Matty Ice. The question is Case Keenum. His matchups, though, check this out. He's got Carolina this week. That's a not a good matchup. But then he's got Cincinnati and Green Bay, which are good matchups at the end of the year. You know, So I think what you could do is get yourself Ben and then play the matchups of Ben, Matty Ice, and Case Keenum because you could drop Jordy Nelson. Then let's talk running backs. Go ahead. Okay, and then we got uh, Freeman. I like Freeman. Fournette. I like Fournette. Uh, Hyde, uh, Preen, and Lat Murray. I like all of those guys. I like Lat Murray the least. Um, because I think he is game flow dependent. He's gotten touchdowns because Minnesota has been up big. I don't think they're going to be up big in their next couple of games. But I told you, you may have heard me uh, talk to the other caller recently. I love P. Ryan this week. I think P. Ryan is set up with a great matchup this week. P. Ryan is going to be in my DFS lineups this week. So I would flex Samaj P. Ryan. And it sounds like you had some other studs, though. I would go Freeman. I would go Fournette. And then I would flex Samaj P. Ryan. And because you're also talking now about Devontae Freeman, it gives me cause for pause in terms of Matty Ice and in terms of um, Muhammad Sanu. But that game, that Thursday night football game, that Saints-Falcons um, game, it's the total in that game is in the 50s. People expect points. So maybe you do want to invest heavily in that one. Uh, I want to get to some other people, Dan. So if you got give me a last kind of point or question. Oh, no, th- th- that was it. Basically, right. um, and the defense I have is, 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 um, is the uh, Chargers. I don't know if, if you think that New England's a better choice, you know. Yeah, I like New England. Over- I, I, I like the Chargers' defense. Okay, they're getting pressure on people and all that, but I like New England as a better matchup, in my opinion, if you need one to you know make the playoffs. But thanks for the call, Dan. Uh, call back anytime. Dilly Dilly, definitely part of the Stats Overbeat Cypher. <laughs> Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle, it is Rue in Florida. Dilly Dilly to Rue, friend of the show. Uh, was Week 13 lucky for you? We got a playoff matchup coming up. What's up, Rue? Dilly dilly, what's up, Cincy? Dilly dilly, dilly dilly, how can we help? Man, okay, so I got a quarterback um, situation, dilemma, whatever. Okay. And um, I think it's going to be hard even for you. All right. So I got a bye week. Good. I'm a Zeke and in an in a, in a Aaron Rodgers owner. Right. My question is, though, 
because we already did the Case Keenum and Breeze. I got Case Keenum, Breeze, and Rodgers. If Rodgers comes back week 15, who do I start out of Breeze, Keenum, and Rodgers? All right, so Rodgers has the Carolina Panthers week 15. I don't like that. Case Keenum has the Cincinnati Bengals week 15. I like that a lot more. I don't have the Breeze matchup right now in front of me. You know who Breeze is playing that week? Uh, Breeze is playing. Uh, I'll try and find it for you, but because of the matchups right you. now, I'm on Case Keenum at this point. Who's his matchup? He got Jets. Breeze got Jets. Uh, then you could play. You could play Breeze. You could play. I would go Breeze then Keenum, and I would not go with Aaron Rodgers with the Carolina Panthers as my first game back. I hope that works for you, Rue. Call back anytime. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle. Hopefully, we got time for everybody. It is Trey in Memphis. Trey, what's up? We're up against the break. How can we help? Yeah, what's up, man? Oh, uh, shout out to the Cipher, man. All right, that's what's up. Bye. Appreciate that. That's what's hey, up. I got a uh, quarterback question, man. I got. Uh, I had a guy last week drop Alex Smith. Yeah. And, you know, I've been rolling with Tyrod. Yeah, I like it. Do it. Do it. Alex Smith, do it. Do it. it. You saw them decide to try to go, you know, down the field a little bit more. They changed the play calling duties, Trey. Andy Reid's not calling the plays anymore. I think that's a legitimate change that makes them maybe go down the field a little bit more. And I think Alex Smith knows that if he doesn't do it, they're going to bring Patty Mahomes in, who will. You know, Kareem Hunt hasn't run well lately. And Alex Smith has some rushing potential on his own. Own. Trey, I like the matchup for Alex Smith against the bad Oakland Raiders secondary. I like Alex Smith this week. I think he's even viable in DFS. I like Alex Smith. Pull the trigger on it, Trey, and do it. Hey, uh, Johnny out there in Austin, hailing on the phone lines. I'm going to answer your call when we come back. When we come back on the Fantasy Freestyle, it's Johnny in Austin. I'm going to answer his question. We look at the polls on Twitter. Who do you want on the waiver wire ads? And we talk to our boy Chris Ventress, see what the people are saying on the YouTube feed as well. Come on right back. We're going to tie a nice, neat little bow on this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Freestyle. Giovanni Bernard could have been a guy that you could have picked up and now is in prime position. Remember, Jeremy Hill is already on IR. Joe Mixon has likely a concussion. It is going to be a race against time for Joe Mixon on a short week. And if not, fire up Giovanni Bernard as a very interesting play against the Chicago Bears next week. A very interesting DFS play as well. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You got the spitting statistician holding you down for a couple more minutes before we go into BSO Live right here. Robert Latal on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We got time for one last caller here that wants to get down with the stats over Beat Cypher. And yo, thank you so much. I truly appreciate you guys. I appreciate the calls. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the dilly dilly and the ciphers and the likes and the follows and all that stuff. I really uh, hope that we're helping you win your leagues and win that cash. To end it up today on the cipher we got johnny in austin hey johnny i hope you're keeping it weird down there in austin how can we help you get a w moving forward in the playoffs speeds dilly dilly man how dilly dilly. Yeah, we're doing all right we're making it happen hey i just want to say a quick thank you real fast i'm in three football leagues made playoffs in all three that's um, awesome with your help 
That's yeah, awesome. I appreciate that. I appreciate you, Johnny. But, and do me a favor. Question: Are you on? Are you? Do you go to like Dirty Sixth or Clean Sixth when you're partying down there? So I live on the west end of downtown, so I just go to the Clean Six. Yeah, but uh, right. every now and then you got to get a little freaky and go down. Every now and then you venture down to Dirty Six. All right, how can we help you get a W moving forward? I'm glad, uh, Johnny, that you made the playoffs in all of your leagues. And the fact that you credit even a small portion of that to the spitting statistician, I thoroughly appreciate it. Let's keep it moving, though. How can we help? No, I'm grateful, man. So uh, I got four running backs. I need two and a flex. All right. Um, so, so I have Devontae Freeman. Jordan Howard, uh, Rex Burkhead, and Samaje Piran. Is this standard or PPR? Uh, 12 team standard and first week of playoffs. All right. Uh, that definitely changes it for me. You said Freeman, Howard, Burkhead, and who? Oh, Pirine. Um, because Pirine. it is standard, because it is standard, um, oh, man, this is tough. This is really tough, Johnny. I told you I like the Samaje Pirine matchup, so he gets in there. Okay, he's one of the ones you get in there. Um, I like Devontae Freeman because I think that's going to be a high scoring game. So he gets in there. I'm down to uh, Jordan Howard or uh, Burkhead. And because it's standard, I normally would just say go with Jordan Howard. But I'm going to surprise you and I'm going to take Rex Burkhead. And the reason is because they're missing Rob Gronkowski this week. So I think Burkhead's head is going to eat a lot in the short passing game. I think Burkhead is going to get into the end zone. And I don't necessarily think Jordan Howard is going to uh, with Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati is pissed off. I think they're going to be real physical this week. So I know... you know, I know Johnny. He was probably like your like second or third round pick, but in the playoffs, I'm sitting Jordan Howard. I uh, hope that works out for you, Johnny. What do you think? No, thank you so much, Speeds. I appreciate that, man. Any anytime, dilly brother, dilly. man. I hope it works. Dilly dilly to you as well. I go Freeman, P. Ryan, and then Burkhead. I hope you get a W in the playoffs, Johnny. We had a question today, a poll question. Uh, who do you want to spend your waiver priority or your fab budget, if anything, is left for week 14? A lot of you are going, 40% of you are going with Mike Davis and Seattle. Maybe not this week against the Cat Scratch Fever and the Jacksonville Jaguars, but they like Mike Davis as the best back in Seattle. Russell Wilson is still the team's leading rusher. 29% of you go with Marquise Goodwin. I like Goodwin. I like Jimmy Garoppolo this week. I think that's a very interesting DFS stack. 24% of you are going Peyton Barber. I like Peyton Barber, but the question is, if Doug Martin comes back, I think that becomes a committee you want to avoid. People are saying Mike Davis. People are saying Jordy Nelson to pick up. I don't know about that. People are saying Josh Gordon if he is available, and there's some other options out there. You can always follow me at Spittin' Speeds, and you can get down with the conversation. Tomorrow, we'll start doing our spotlight games for Week 14. We may play one of those Young Kaz rap parodies. I happen to think they are fire, and so we are going to play some of those again later on this week i'll give you my dfs lineup but you know what you do with that go on over to dailyrodo.com slash dkms you can put it in there's only three weeks left you win that contest you go to the finals you win that you get tickets up there to the game in minnesota with justin timberlake doing the halftime show we'll give that out but listen you as you know you learn a lot more about how you help the fight against blood cancer you could be a bone marrow donor or a blood donor and this way even if you lose a dfs you'll win at life come check me out tomorrow on the fantasy freestyle i got answers for you spitting speeds ooh, ooh.